The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Uh, right now, I want to talk about this report that the uh, government uh, has received today about uh, recommendations for encouraging greater physical activity among women and children. So, some of this has been parsed uh, across the station right throughout the day, particularly the focus on relaxed uniform policies in schools. I want to talk a little bit, though, about sports facilities, because that's uh, discussed in the report as well. Uh, Shane Smith is with me, sports scientist and primary school teacher. Shane, you're very welcome to the show, how would you describe the current offering of public sports facilities in Ireland? Um, I suppose that depends where you are, doesn't it, really? Um, I suppose I'm speaking from a, a primary school setting and uh, um, in different schools have different facilities. Some schools will have, will have the sports on if they're quite fortunate enough to go outside and um, have a football pitch in the green space too. Um, in a primary school setting, it, it's generally good um, in many case sports, field sports, be that soccer, rugby, hockey, GAA, and they are embedded in, in a lot of our schools. Um, and we see a lot of team sports happening, be it lunch break, be it after school, and be it training too. So there's an emphasis on team sports a lot in school because it, it's quite practical as well, Karen, for team sports too, um, everyone gets to participate, I suppose, is one of the key aspects of team sports as well. And that's what makes it, I suppose, so appealing. I mean, when you go to other countries, and I, I accept this experience is anecdotal, but I think it's anecdotal experience that lo- lots of other people will share. There seems to be a preponderance of more municipal facilities in towns and villages. You know, and they don't have to be sizable towns or villages, but they've got an athletics track and, a, you know, a, a, I say a velodrome. They've got a cycling track, an outdoor cycling track, but I think we only have one or two in the whole country. Yeah, you will see that a lot in, in, in Europe and municipal facilities around, you know, around the football pitch of the running track and it could be a long jump track, it could be a, a long jump facility too. And then I was actually travelling over to Poland there recently and uh, I was at a school there in Poland and it was, was phenomenal what I bought it. So I was, um, there was a number of five-a-side um, astro pitches, there was basketball courts, there was a long jump track, there was a small outdoor um, playground, there was also an outdoor gym where you could just do pull and push exercises. And what struck me as well, uh, Karen, there actually was some table tennis um, tables outside too. So you have there in European cities, in European countries, there's catering for children who probably would not just be into team sports and group sports, but more individual sports too. And it was fascinating to see all those facilities in the school, like not to mention the swimming, the swimming pool as well. So um, it would be interesting to see and wouldn't it be wonderful if we went down the road of municipal sports facilities so we can cater for a number of sports in the one area. Uh, let me introduce Dervil O'Rourke as well, uh, the, of course, Olympian and author. Dervil, you're welcome to the show and it's good to talk to you. Um, I mean, is this kind of a little bit like the opposite to, what's that movie with Kevin Costner? Feel the dreams, you know, if you build it, they will come. Mm-hmm. Instead of going off and building these big facilities, we should do what kind of Shade is talking about and provide some of these opportunities more in schools. That's where the, that's where the target audience are already. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Um, I'm coming from, to you from a very wet and blustery track in Cork. I'm at the Mardike. <laughs> so I'm looking at the track. I'm also looking at the pitch. And I'm looking at a big indoor gym where there's loads of people training. So I think it's probably the perfect setting to talk about it. It's interesting for me because I think, and so I have two, I have two young kids. One of them is starting to get really into sport now. And I think there's a really interesting um, perspective as well when it comes to team sports, individual sports. I think we all come at it with like, these preconceived ideas so 
my daughter for the first time did a competition yesterday in gymnastics. It's this thing called Gym Start. It's all about participation. And that's what it was about. It was about participating. And you'd look at that and think, okay, that's an individual sport. But actually, what she gained from that in terms of confidence, in terms of being part of her team that was up there, her coaches, communication, all that kind of stuff, was absolutely amazing. And I think sometimes we frame things like, okay, team sports equals everybody included, individual sports equals, oh, maybe you just have to be the good kids. But I think taking a step back from sport and going, okay, let's talk movement, let's talk fun, let's talk about the culture of children feeling like they're included and they're part of something. I think all that's really important and it's a big part of the picture. And if it was as easy as let's build a facility and that's the magic wand, it would be great, but I just don't believe that it is, if that makes sense. Now, let me go back to Shane on that point. Shane, I, like, should we be not worried then so much about resources, because that's often the direction a conversation like this takes, and focus more on, say, on those primary school age kids, on fundamentals, on mobility and agility and flexibility and all of those type of things? And on play, Kieran, you know, on play. I mean, I, I teach in um, the Dayton's National School in Brookfield, Kieran. We have great facilities. We've got um, a hurling wall. We've got a small elastro pitch too. So even when, in, when with the wet weather today, for example, we were still able to just get out for 10 or 15 minutes because the children didn't get out to yards today. So like PE is wonderful. It, it's one hour a week in Irish primary schools. But um, it's funny, countries like Finland, for example, I was reading an article recently, what they do, they have actually 15 minutes every hour of recess of free play. And, and that's not structured by a coach. That's not like run to that cone and go to that cone. That's not anyways. That's like just free play. So the children will lead this free play. And I suppose in the free play environment, you're developing, you know, leadership skills, you're developing good communication skills. Um, and it's funny, in the same article, the teachers suggested that when the students came back after the break, they're actually more attentive in class. So I'm um, for developing opportunities to give children that 10 or 15 minutes of free play. Um, we saw it in Scotland actually when they ran up the Daily Mile it was actually 15 minutes um, three times a week and that had a, had a positive effect on the children too so yeah there are things happening in primary schools but if the facilities are there I think we will see more physical activity and more opportunities for children to play. And play does not have to be a structured PE session. Play can be that 10 or 12 or 15 minutes of just children playing a number of chasing games for example. Derval, if we are going to invest money, then should it be in people? I mean, because it, it's probably a bit uh, of a stretch to suggest that it can fall on the shoulders of teachers and teachers alone who've got everything else on their plate in primary school to deal with this. I mean, should we have specialists in the schools or who share a number of schools between them going in and helping out in this regard? Yeah, I mean, that's I mean, it's a pretty big question. Look, I'm here on the track, right? And the girl I'm on the track is a secondary school PE teacher. And we've been having this debate before I came on air. And her big thing was, and thought it was really interesting, it's something I'd agree. She was like, when, by the time the kids come to her in secondary school, it's that physical literacy piece. So they've missed a, a, a big amount, a big chunk in primary school. And then it's very hard to find that in secondary school and to get them back and pull them back into sports. So, it, you know, if it was me and if I, if I was trying to invest money, I'd go, okay, I would invest it in the people and the structures and how do you look at that curriculum and go, is there a way to get more time for movement? And like Shane is saying, like 10, 15 minutes movement makes a massive difference to a small child. And it's something as well that I think we all, instead of looking for the really 
really big things. What are like your simple wins? Like what about screen time? Can can you find ways to get your child off a screen so that you can get them moving a bit more? That's not easy, but that's something that's certainly changed in our generation. Think about when we were kids versus now. Um, so I think there's loads of small parts that can add up to making a big difference. But I do think bringing it back the whole time to that physical literacy, like how do you get them moving more and learning those fundamentals and then keeping them in their life because it's so important like particularly as they get older and I think sports as well like there's different levels there's okay what the girl I'm here with she's trying she's trying to get to the Olympic Games but then you know I want my daughter to be in sport for life because it's really good for her and I want Mm. her to find joy in that so I think understanding that as well and knowing your audience and knowing where you're targeting that at like that understanding for kids of how much this just brings and particularly girls I think it's so massive for girls, the skills that it brings to their life and what they lose out on. So I think anything we can do that helps with that is massive. And, you know, I, I love that idea. And I love, you know, the Daily Mile is something I'd be very aware of. Like, I love those, anything small. The thing I started doing with my daughter is walking her to school on certain days when I could. Yes. And it made a massive difference, you know. And it's small, but it's big because you're trying to figure out how you, how you do that within the structure of your day and work and juggling everything. So I think there's a lot of play but also, I think, trying not to bite off more than you can chew and going, what are the differences you can make within your own home environment that will ultimately help, you know? Shane, I mean, you obviously have a passion for this and you're a primary school teacher, so you'd be happy, more than happy. You'd love, I'm sure you do love to do all of this and put it all into practice in the classroom. But I mean, it, it, like, is it an unrealistic expectation that all your colleagues as primary school teachers would do likewise? Like, should we have dedicated... PE teachers in primary school or, you know, people who are equipped to, as as I suggested, maybe have a few schools between them that they would go around to? That's a a possible suggestion for sure. And I mean, teachers come with so many different skill sets, be it PE, be it uh, art or drama, be it music, whatever the school set is. And we cover a wide variety of subjects on the curriculum. Um, I'm very passionate about physical activity. I'm very passionate about PE very passionate about children developing good movement patterns and, and, and an enjoyment for sport from an early age. I mean, studies tell us that healthy children make healthy adults, active children make active adults, and we can instill a love of exercise, a love of physical activity, and not essentially a love of going out to play matches all the time, a love of maybe like cycling, that's also exercise, jogging, walking, hill walking. It doesn't have to be a team sport or a field sport, just developing that sort of movement and, and something they enjoy, because they don't have a child does enjoy team sports but I think if we're serious about the developing um, and then the health of the, the future nation it's about finding areas that children have interests in and giving them that opportunity in, 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 in a school setting and, and making that practical for children too as well to say yes I enjoy I enjoy that and I will do that because it's there for me um, and the PEOs in Ireland I think we're a little bit behind as well I think um, in Ireland we get I think it's 4% of school time is PE um, but say example in Croatia it's actually 15% um, in, in France it's actually oh, sorry it's, in France it's actually 108 hours uh, hours a year on PE time and in Ireland 37 hours a year on PE time so that's something that we could look mm. at to see where we can increase that a little bit too because uh, yeah children love being physically most children love being yeah. out there being physical, even a day like today getting out there today because there's no yard time today getting that 10 or 15 minutes of play when we had a chance it's self-directed learning the children will drive the play and that's where the enjoyment is for them Shane Smith, sports scientist, primary school teacher, Dervil O'Rourke, author and Olympian. Thank you both very much for joining me here on the show. One listener says, why does nobody mention the parents? It's always the schools and the local authority. It starts and ends with the parents. I'll give that texter the benefit of the doubt and assume it was sent in before Dervil did mention 
parents and the role of parents and her role as a mother as well, mum of two, and getting the kids to walk to school a couple of days a week or doing the daily mile with them, whatever it happens to be, parents can absolutely and should absolutely get involved. So you're right uh, on the uh, sentiment of the text. Somebody else on 53106, I can't understand why we don't have swimming pools in every town in Ireland. It would benefit everyone. Infants, sports injuries, special needs, you name it. It would save the Department of Health a fortune in the long run. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.